0: Sometimes, places are not where they appear to be. People are not always the same person you think they are. And sometimes, dreams walk amongst us.
1: Is that a little girl in the middle of the road? It appears so. Why do you think? Let's find out. Hello? Hello, Trenton. Hello, Andy. I'm sorry? Do we know you? The name is Anderson, not Andy? Seriously? I haven't been called Andy since I was a child. I apologize, Anderson. And who might you be? I'm Sharon. If you park right there and follow me over this hill, they're waiting for you in the meadow. They? Who are they? Please stop. We're here for a reason. Follow me. Is that a revival tent? Are we going to a revival tent? Really, T.A.? Anderson, what are we getting into here? Anderson, enough. Please, for the last time.
0: The knights were not prepared for the sheer brutality of the Pacific Ocean. But they suffered not long. The pirates, however, were prepared for the brutality of that Pacific. But not the brutality of sheer will. Ah, Mr. DeWalt. Mr. Gustafson, welcome, please. Seats up front. As I was saying, and both vessels, pirates and knights alike, crashed onto the rocky shores and perished all except her. And for no mortal may show presence without being struck by him, she raised the dead from the crashing sea and set to conceal it where no man could find. When her task was complete, she cast the murderous pirates into purgatory, left to wander the sea eternally. The knights, the protectors, she made into the strongest of trees and scattered them atop the tallest hills. They had served him well and were rewarded with the eternal life of the mighty... Tree. She is known as Sister Rachel, the Scarlet Sister, the protector of the light, the keeper of beauty. She is the candle in the darkness and the shelter in the storm. The local natives called her Pilcapo, the Red Sister. The beatitude of mankind is her realm. Some believe that this wandering saint came from the first people in the ancient land before the time of Jesus. She had a long and arduous journey to be here. Here! And she took many shapes along the way. And whatever she laid her green eyes upon, she laid dominion over. Gentlemen, allow me to introduce to you, in infinite glory and eminence, the bearer of pure souls, the Red Sister, Scarlet Bear. To you, Sister Rachel.
2: Hold my hand, Trenton. What do you feel? Your hand is warm. I feel a pulse. Good. Anderson, please take my other hand.
1: I can feel your pulse as well. It's strong.
2: Boys, close your eyes. Now, feel for your own heartbeat. Do you feel that? What is your scientific observation, Anderson? Listen close.
1: Our heartbeats are in
2: sync. Your heartbeat, my heartbeat, Trenton's heartbeat have always been in synchronization, Anderson.
1: That's impossible. That can't be. Humanly possible. That... Please, Anderson, this is bigger. Become the experience. I can feel your heartbeat. I feel you. I
2: feel both of you. Your heartbeats, our heartbeats, have always beaten time. But why? Because I've always needed the two of you. The two of us? Why? Did you hear Minister Carey refer to me as the bearer of pure souls. (laughs) Brother Carey is quite the poet. Poetry, mankind's most exquisite invention, created out of nothing more than raw emotion. In fact, humankind, through their extended range of internal emotions, created all the lovely expressions called art. Of all the gifts bestowed upon me throughout my existence on this earth, my most cherished gift is the knowledge of poetry, by far the most pure form of self-expression. It has both strict rules of form or no rules at all. The choice is yours and yours alone. As much as I enjoy prose, I lack a fundamental attribute that you two quite readily possess, mortality. Without mortality, the balance of life and death stays perpetually in one place. I cannot complete what I have spent thousands of years to prepare for unless two perfectly synchronized mortals with pure souls learn their place in a most grand design. Are we dreaming? No, Trenton. You are quite awake. Well, in a manner of speaking. I knew it! This is a hallucination. Neither a dream nor a hallucination at all, Anderson. Nothing you've experienced is of the sort.
1: I'm not sure we quite know what you are talking of.
2: For the two of you, dreams, hallucinations, illusions, the others find titillating have no place in your beings. Absurd. I dream every night. And I've spoken to you in many of those nights, have I not? Yes, but in my dreams? Not dreams. Realities. Different realities, Trenton. You don't dream. You exist in multi-dimensions simultaneously. It is one of your many gifts.
1: How do I fit in here? You've never been in my past. Never spoke to me.
2: My sweet Anderson, your brain is forever calculating the number of stars in the sky. I'll give you a hint, it's infinite. Words are not the only way I could communicate with someone, I put you on a quest from birth to seek the truth so you would be ready when needed, and you did as instructed. But you have something else, unique to only one mortal soul. Your body is like a crystal, vibrating. A very particular frequency and always keeping perfect time. You are responsible for why the two of you are in perfect synchronization. I think I'm starting to understand.
1: I think maybe I am too, but I don't understand the car ride, the fire. That must have been some sort of.
2: And the smell of smoke on your clothing when you came back? Anderson, it's all real. You have experienced everything understand this now as it will be most crucial to you later you too have powers that allow you to open close pass through and return in any plane of space you desire boys time is running out we must begin your training now